What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome in, everybody. Fantasy Football Frenzy coming to you live on a Monday, January 20th. AFC-NFC championships are over. And of course, alongside me, I am your host, the closer, Chris Ventra, Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, and George Kurtz. We had high scoring, overs hitting both, fairs, and uh, favorites covered in both. This was the weekend to bet it, man. What do you think, Fantasy Taz, Jim Day? How, how'd it go for you? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. Actually, did okay. Uh, came out a plus, uh, you know, not a huge number, but enough to make it a satisfying weekend. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, really the only part of a game I bet was the over on the KC-Tennessee game, so I was glad that hit. Uh, the rest of the stuff was all props. Props. Get those props in. I know you guys love the props overall, I feel like, in the playoffs, but... Especially this weekend. What about for you, George Kurtz? Were you a big hit? Uh, I mean, the San Fran game, I thought San Fran would wipe out Green Bay. I didn't think it would be much of a contest there. I just, you, I just don't think Green Bay matched up all that well with them. And I uh, you know, I said I think Green Bay's been a fraud all season long. It finally came to fruition here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall, the, the weekend was profitable. But when I say that, I mean, maybe I can go to McDonald's and get a Happy Meal. <laughs> you know, that, that kind of profitable. I mean, a couple things you wouldn't care. If I lost the amount I won, I wouldn't care about that either. You know, that, that kind of a weekend here. Hey, I did see Star Wars, so it wasn't all lost. How was that? Uh, I think if you're someone of uh, like Haven't Jim or I who, who were around for the original, I mean, none's going to beat uh, the original three, New Hope, Empire, and Return. I agree. Uh, the, the first hour I thought was a little slow, you know, okay, but a little slow. The second hour I thought was very good. 
So overall, it was a good, solid movie, but still doesn't compare to the uh, the original three, in my opinion. Oh yeah, and just by the way, even though um, you know, I, w- I wasn't born really in that era, but what, growing up, I loved Star Wars, the original three. Uh, the original three are yeah, still my Captain favorite. Captain Kirk was the best. <laughs> Star Trek. Um, <laughs> the thing is, uh, we, I know my stuff. <laughs> when we when we grew up. You know, we didn't have the special effects everybody has nowadays. So seeing those, you know, the laser guns, you know, that was that was cool back then. It was really cool. I understand movies are probably better now and made better as far as the special effects. But nowadays, that's all you see. Right. You know, everything blows up. Everything's a car change. Back then, that was Yeah, forget new. about, listen, CGI special effects are overrated, dude. I'll tell you right now, the jaw, Jaws, the shark, that was fake, but it looked realistic. The mechanical paper mache looking monsters that they had in the, in the 60s and 70s look more realistic than the CGI because when you see a weird fish in the ocean on National Geographic, they look fake. It doesn't look real, but it doesn't look CGI. It looks like a paper mache monster. So that's I think old special effects are actually even more, I guess it's maybe nostalgic too, but they look almost more realistic than CGI. Sometimes CGI just looks way too fake. And the problem with Star Wars is the original three great movies because the special effects were great for its time, but also the story was good. And you also had some laughs. I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, Han Solo, who is played by Harrison Ford, is a great character who made you laugh. Okay? There is no funny parts in the new Star Wars. There's, it's very serious. Uh, and I think that takes away from some of it. Yes, the special well, effects are great. The wars are great. Whatever. Don't reveal too much because I still have yet. To oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, let me not reveal too much. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. You, you guys did fine. Nobody revealed anything, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I look at movies but... differently than other people. I, you know, I, all I want is from a movie is an hour and a half to two hours, or maybe longer in some cases, of just something that just just takes away all the other crap that's in life. <laughs> it just really is sim- something that simple for me. Yeah, entertainment. I judge a movie by how many times I look at my watch. If, I, if I'm looking at my watch a lot, I say, is this, this thing over you? Oh, then I know it's bad. Uh, but yeah. uh, I, would, I would never. You might want to put that watch away if you watch The Irishman. I yeah, saw that. I, I didn't think that was bad. I kind of was, it was good. No, no, I, I thought it was pretty good, too, but it was definitely a little too long. Yeah, it was too long. <laughs> it was definitely I, I, too they could have taken some of that crap out of there. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't need to watch it. I watched it at home, so I can just look at the clock anytime I want. <laughs> but uh, when it comes to that's another little pet peeve of mine. All right. Uh, the movie's been out since December twentieth. It is now January twentieth. Spoilers. When is the appropriate time <laughs> where you, you no longer care about spoilers? I wouldn't do it anyway. I'm not a jerk. Yeah. But uh, I think a month is about. I don't. I'm not worried about you anymore. If someone would have told uh, whatever whatever spoilers I would have found out last week would have been on me. I could have seen it earlier. I didn't get around to it. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have yelled at anybody unless you're doing it on purpose. You know. So uh, I think. I think uh, a month is about it. Then I don't feel bad for you anymore. Yeah, well, I, I think yeah, it also I'm not depends. Asking anybody feel bad? For me. I just said I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. If you um, want to honor that, that's up to you. If not, then oh well. You suck. <laughs> well, I won't. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to honor. <laughs> I'm going to respect your wishes. But I'm saying, like, I haven't seen the new Star Wars yet. I didn't like Star Wars. Uh, what was it? The Force Awakens is the, is Episode Seven. Um, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm Seven. Right? Getting confused now. Yeah, I'm getting. Confused. I was. Yeah, whatever it was. Seven. Was, it was okay. It was okay. No, but it bothered me because. What's his name? The uh, the guy who plays the stormtrooper, Finn. Oh, okay, Finn. Finn. Oh yeah, Finn. He he's fighting 
uh, what's his name? I don't want to blow this for people, but he's fighting uh, Kyle Wren, okay? And he's, he's actually putting up a fight. This guy has no experience with a lightsaber, yes, no right. experience with the Force. You cannot be battling and actually competing against a Sith Lord. I mean, it's just not realistic. It was, it was stupid. Yeah. That, that, then again, if you, th- if you think about it, how did Rey become so good so quick? It took Luke Skywalker forever to learn the Force, yes. right? He had to go to uh, Yoda to get the planet. For a while. Right, yeah. you had to go to Yoda and train. Yet Rey seems to get it right away. Right. Where all of a sudden she's a Highlander and she's doing all the sword fighting and stuff like that. Kind of rough. You know, uh, right, that, that, that bothered me. I agree. That she became so good so quick, and you know, it, generally it should take you time. There's, there are always plot, you know, things you pull apart in a plot. You know, uh, where it gets a little ridiculous. And Star Wars, the, all the Star Wars movies have that. But mm-hmm. I, I think I agree with Jim. I just want to be entertained. Just entertain me for a couple of hours. You know, I said, I don't want to be looking at my watch. If I'm looking at my watch, and I know the movie sucks, and you're not entertaining me. If I didn't look at my watch, or I looked at it once just to see where we are, you know, then I'm good. And I think the, the, the new Star Wars did that. You know, okay. I did look once because I said the first hour, a little slow. You know, it's not bad, but it's a little slow, a lot of story. Then the second hour really takes off, and it entertained me. It was good. It was solid. I believe it's the last of the Skywalker series. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. You got the three trilogies. Uh, They'll have more movies, but not of the Skywalker variety. Right, right. Rogue One was actually good. That's one I saw. I like Rogue One, Rogue One was good. Um, But that was a good review, George. Now I might actually watch it. I don't know yet. We'll see. Fantasy Football Frenzy. On a Monday, talking Star Wars, but we got AFC NFC Championship recap to go over. Talk about the Super Bowl and what have you. Be right back, Moon Squad. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. California. All right. Cali. Not sure why. California. Good song. Shout out to Boston Brian in the pit. Alex Pisano. 49ers, yeah. 
San Fran in the Super Bowl. Uh, absolute domination. We could start with that game. I wanted to start with the Kansas City tennis, Tennessee game and save the best for last. You know what I mean? But we could start there. Um, absolute domination by the San Francisco 49ers. And welcome back, Goon Squad. Fancy Taz, Jim Day, George Curtsy, boy, the close Chris Venture, breaking it down. NFC Championship. The Packers stomp out the. I mean, the Packers. The Niners stomp out the Packers 37 to 20. This game wasn't close. It was 24 uh, nothing. Was that at halftime? I feel like it was at halftime. But it was just a. It was bad. I mean, Green Bay could not stop the run for the life of them. Gucci, Jim Day, threw eight passes. <laughs> eight passes. How is that possible? <laughs> How is that possible? Well, we George and I both warned you that there was a good possibility he wouldn't have to. Yeah, yeah. I figured that, but I didn't figure eight. You know, maybe 15. Okay, that's still not a lot at all. But uh, eight, I mean, that just goes to show, man. I mean, I always tell you guys, if I was a GM or whatever, I would build O-line, D-line first. This team proves it. Like, the O-line, D-line play. Oh, I should give credit to the whole front seven of the San Francisco defense is just elite, elite. And I think that's why the Chiefs are going to have a real tough time. I mean, I, I don't see, I mean, these lines are crazy. The holes that Mo, Mostert was able to run through, George, were ridiculous. Ridiculous. 220 yeah. yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, and that's why they didn't have to uh, throw the ball because Mostert was running all over the place. <laughs> I mean, I believe the eight passes were the least amount in a conference championship game ever. Yep. Not just in this day and age, but ever. That includes the 70s where they didn't throw the ball anywhere near uh, near as much. And like I said, it shows you. We were, They were talking in the third quarter that Jimmy Garland may not throw, have to throw another pass. <laughs> Think about that. The third quarter, yes, the game was so quasi-blowout. And, uh, you know, they were running the ball right down their throats. Was, I didn't think they were doing anything, you know, sch- uh, schematically that was like, oh, my God. They just... Uh, they just beating them, just beating them. And Green Bay's been poor against the rush all season long. And, you know, I was just surprised that they had to know San Fran was going to run the ball, had to, and yet they still couldn't stop. Exactly. It. Here it is, stop it, and you couldn't do it. That that does show dominance. Show, shows you something there. Uh, you know, most of great great game. Tevin Coleman has the injury, which uh, of course didn't look good. And most was like, eh, that's okay. You know, he, he took over. I'm really a bunch of no names when you think about it. Most of it, even Coleman, the he's done nothing in the last Frida, couple of years. Yeah. Frida, blah. You know, it's just uh, impressive. I think it's extremely impressive. They have not done this with the Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, you know, uh, Barry Sanders type. They have it. This is all really a bunch of blah guys. Right. Well, the, the good thing about these guys, especially Mostert and Breida, is that they're very speedy. Uh, and the speed kills with open holes like that. He hits a hole, he's gone, Mostert. That's the thing. He was running at 15-plus miles an hour. They said, I think, the most uh, for the most uh, runs – in championship history or something like that for a running back. I think it was like, I don't know, maybe seven times, something like that, where he was just flying this guy. That's all he's got, though, really. I mean, obviously, you know, he's not a, a guy that's going to be breaking tackles, trucking people. Debo did that instead. <laughs> I mean, there was a, a play, you know, I'm sure you remember, Debo catches the pass from Gucci after like a play action. He's wide open, kind of, and he just tramples a guy. I mean, he almost broke after that, but he kind of tripped up and stumbled and then fell. But he would have yeah, been out yeah. for a touchdown right after that. I mean, this, that's their grit player. That's their, him and Kittle. 
That's what I love about this team. I think you got so many different facets. You got speed with the running back. You got Jimmy who just, you know, hangs out. You have the O-line who blows open holes. You have Debo who breaks tackles. Emmanuel didn't have to do anything either. Sanders is the veteran. I'm sure he's going to get come into play in the Super Bowl at some point and make a big catch for a first down. He hasn't even had to do that. That's how dominant. And that just goes to show, George, I think you're right. So many frauds in the NFC. And the Packers were another one. Rodgers, just see, Rodgers almost seemed disinterested. It wasn't me. Or every time they showed his face, he was just like, I oh, guess. Like, no, no interest at all in this game. It was like, well, what's going on here? I mean, I, I, I don't get it. I know he got obviously harassed by the line, but. I, I think he was texting with Amari Cooper. <laughs> That's what you think was happening? He needs, he needs some more wide receivers. Um, yeah, because honestly... He does need more help, yeah. He I does. Think that's one thing that they have to get there is someone... I don't think they need an ace, but someone else took the pressure off uh, Devontae Adams there, who could be a top tight end. You know, they did draft a couple of tight ends. Maybe one of them will pan out. Uh, something like that. But yeah, I think they'll be looking for a wide receiver, either in free agency or a draft here. I don't know if Walt Rodgers was disinterested. I think coming into the game, he had to know, I'm going to take a beating. Yeah. You know, I think he had to know that. And I think the stars were a stone face, not letting... Uh, not want anyone to see any, any worry that it's just another game, that sort of thing. You know, I think we're used to, I think we're used to the younger generation quarterbacks now that show so much emotion after anything. You know, the guys will run down the field, ah, number one, when they throw a touchdown, <laughs> they're still down three touchdowns, that sort of thing. Yeah. And Rodgers is more the old school where you keep things in check, even keel. So I'm not going to compare it to Amari Cooper in that game, but uh, it, it was weird. It didn't seem to be an Aaron Rodgers-like game, but... I wonder if also he was a realist. Like I said, he knew he was going to get a beating, and he knew the odds of beating San Fran, mm, not good. Tough. And, but to get blown out, it just shows, I think, you know, San Fran was the NFC team to beat all year. I mean, the thing is, if, if they lose that Seattle game at the end of the year, this could be a whole different story, but they won that game. They won the game against the Saints, and they did it. And I know we could say, oh, Gucci didn't have to do anything. Jimmy didn't have to do anything. But he did a lot throughout the regular season to help the team get to where they are and get that bye, get healthy. The offensive line looks amazing. The defense looks amazing. He did what he had to do to get there. There's nothing. Nobody right. could take that away from him. Right. And now they're carrying the load for him. I mean, when you have a guy like Kittle and uh, Kyle Yusick, who just are amazing blockers at fullback and tight end, that's hard to come by, too. Not a lot of teams have a tight end and fullback combo that are two of the best blockers in the league on top of the offensive line being a great blocking. They block everything. Everybody's getting pushed back. I've never seen domination in the trenches for like, the, like this in a long time. Uh, old okay, school. Okay, we football. get it. You like San Francisco. We I get just it. love old school football. <laughs> I, I love the domination at the line. So that's, that's the thing. This is what I love about the Super Bowl now. You got... You know, old school, ground and pound, let's run the ball all day, O-line, D-line all day, versus this high-flying, dynamic offense of the Kansas City Chiefs where, you know, you got weapons all across the field. My man Slamming Sammy has himself a day uh, out of nowhere for uh, 7 for 114, I believe, in a touchdown. He had that big bomb that clinched it in the end. Uh, He had a great game. I mean, he caught everybody everything. Everybody that had Watkins in fantasy leagues all season long threw up a little bit yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a wee little bit there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's you know, a thing. Go ahead. I had someone ask me on Twitter yesterday, and I apologize. I don't remember who it was. But someone asked me on Twitter, are we gar- because of what we saw from Tennessee, Derrick Henry, San Francisco with their running game, are we seeing a change now? The NFL is cyclical. It is. Where, you know, things are. 
things go a certain way, so everybody copies that for 10, 15 years. Now it goes the other way. And they want to get, if I think we're uh, going to see more of the, a running game attack now, where the running game becomes more important. Keep the offenses off the field. Protect your defense. That sort of thing. And cause it's Only also if working, Safran because, wins the Super Bowl. <laughs> Maybe. I, I, think that, I, think, I think it's a valid point, what Jim says. Yes, that's also true. Uh, and I think there's a point to it because, you know, teams I think are going to have a hard time stopping the run now because you're so used to now gearing up for the uh, the past the past decade, right? Got to draft the cornerbacks, you know, draft lighter speedy players, linebackers, speed, yeah. speedy linebackers. You, know, you don't have the bulk anymore. This is how the NFL works. It's cyclical. <laughs> I do wonder if that could be. I don't think it will be, mainly because the rules are still in place to help the passing game. Right. You know, they change the rules too. It's not just the players that have changed or the coaching uh, schemes. It's also the the rules that are designed because they want to see. Let's face it, they want to see. 60-point ball games is what the NFL wants. Oh, ratings I. get high. Right. I like it to a degree, but come on. You and I like the, the old-time football. Maybe not 70s football, you know? But I kind of like what football was in the 80s and yes. uh, 90s to a degree. Absolutely. You know, uh, the past happy game and nowadays gets a little annoying. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you get points. Well, we I had some play. of that back then, too, with Coriel and San Diego. Yeah, you had one team. Yeah, you know, maybe a smattering of other teams. And I about, listen, I love they were fun to watch. What about they Buffalo? Were, they were great to watch. With uh, Jim Kelly. 90, so that, that's when it started to change. Yeah. So, I mean, I honestly think you could win both ways. You could win with uh, old school style of ground and pound play defense, but you could also win pass happy with a great quarterback like Mahomes and play defense. I think you got to have a little defense, though, if you want to make it far. Uh, it would be scary. Two creative coaches with two weeks to prepare should be fun. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
You want to be the next daily fantasy legend? Go for the green with DailyRoto.com this fantasy golf season. For a limited time, get free access to DailyRoto's PGA DFS product, including fantasy projections powered by DataGolf, PGA betting tools, and of course, the DailyRoto.com fantasy golf optimizer. Don't lay up. Go for the green with DailyRoto. Head to DailyRoto.com and enter the promo code GREEN to access your free seven-day golf membership. That is DailyRoto.com, promo code GREEN for your free trial. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. There you go right there. Hashtag Fantasy Taz Jim Day reads, Welcome back, Fantasy Football Frenzy, on an overreaction Monday for the championship weekend. Shouting out to the chat. We got half the crew saying KC should win. Half the crew saying Gucci squad. <laughs> what are the odds for Gucci? As it should game, be. Man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. this is a great... I want it to be 50-50. If it's more one way or the other, then I, mean, I, don't, I don't want a Super Bowl that's a blowout. Oh, no, I hope no, these, no. Both of these teams bring it. We have a nail-biting, yeah, everything, kind of clawing type of game. That's what I want to see. I want to see these teams going at each other. Yeah. I think it will I want be. want to be entertained. Please don't be a blowout. And no, I don't care about the halftime show either. <laughs> yeah, really. Bring back Bruno who's doing, Mars. Who's doing the halftime show? I don't even know. Jennifer Lopez. And Halo, the, yeah. Uh, and who? Some, and I don't care. Yeah. Shakira? Yeah, some, some, yeah, I think that's it. Shakira. I don't know. Okay. One of those crazy A-Rod. women. Halo and A-Rod are going to go. A-Rod's going to take some BP. <laughs> Maybe show you how to take steroids. Yeah. The proper Brutal. way to inject yourself. Oh, man. A-Rod. <laughs> A-Rod make a fool of himself on the stage. Um, nah, but J-Lo. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you one thing, though. Whoever is A-Rod's publicist PR person, they don't get paid enough. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, how, how this guy was able to reinvent himself is freaking amazing. It's wild. It's wild. I don't, I don't get it. Um, he took steroids. Why is he? He, at- he blamed everybody, but he sued everybody but himself. <laughs> he, he took the the score starts approach. Everyone else's fault: the Yankees, the trainers, the doctors. You know, he had people actually. People forget he had he hired people to go out and protest outside the, their offices that were uh, his suspension and what they were doing to him. Well, it wasn't like oh, he didn't oh, have oh. enough money, <laughs> right? Yeah, this is this is true. He got more money, more money than God, <laughs> and J Lo has more money than him. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's Brady and Gisella all over again. Brady makes a ton. Although that, this is why Brady's angry, though it's, it's coming out more and more now. He wants to be paid more. You know, top quarterback. Good luck to that. Good yeah. luck to you, Tom. Yeah, good luck this <laughs> offseason. See what you get from the LA Chargers. Do we make anything much. of it that Philip Rivers is uh, the, that he moved to Florida? Yes. Uh, I, I'm really not making any. Look, I, yeah, I don't know. Jim. Some people are talking about him going to Tampa Bay. Yeah, What's he going to do You there? know what? If I'm Tampa Bay, I'd stick with Winston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would take Winston over Rivers right now. Oh, without a doubt. Because at, Rivers throws yeah, a ton of picks, Because Rivers too. can't run Arians' offense the way Arians wants it to run. Plus, he's just washed, and Jameis is still relatively young. Still has a cannon. Like, Rivers throws weird to begin with. Now it's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> right? He's the most unorthodox quarterback I've ever seen, Rivers. I mean, really, the mechanics are completely off. But he made a living off of it for a long time, so I'll give him that. But um, that should be interesting. I don't think Tampa Bay would would do it. I don't know. Maybe uh, not Miami either. I mean, Miami's probably just going to re-sign Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? Yeah, and they'll, they'll draft yeah. Tua. I'd rather yeah, have Fitzpatrick. More than likely Tua. Yeah, right. 
Tua. Tua's going to be an interesting case. I wonder Miami's how Miami's going to be an interesting team, though, because they have all those draft picks and they have a truckload of cap room. They can do whatever they want. Oh, we said Literally, this, yeah. whatever they want. They're, you know, they're an interesting team. If they make the right moves, it wouldn't shock me. I mean, if they go from, you know, fifth overall pick to an eight and eight team somewhere around there, maybe even complete for, uh, compete for a wild card spot if they want to. Maybe they're playing more for 2021 uh, season. Because like I said, they, anybody on the free agency, if they want them, they can go out and get them. No problems. And they have all these draft picks. And they can, uh, you know, they don't even have to make the pick. You can't make all those picks. You've got to trade up to get the players you want. You know, so, man, if they, if they make the right moves, mm-hmm. they're an interesting squad. They could be. Yeah, I mean, listen, look at the 49ers. They went four, They were 4-12 four in 2018. 4-12. Uh, yes, yep. they lost their quarterback. Yes, their team was in shambles. So was Miami. Uh, so was Miami. So, you can easily change things around. And uh, actually, shout out to Sean Guastamacchia. Uh, he actually said that this morning, it was a really good thing that Jimmy was out last year and that the team was so bad because they got Bosa. They made some great picks, Debo Samuel. I mean, John Lynch did a real good job drafting. Uh, Shanahan did a great job coaching. And now they're in the Super Bowl a year later. I mean, you, could, you can change things around fast if you got some pieces in place. Like, the 49ers weren't horrible. They were just missing guys because of injuries. Uh, you know, they had good players. They were, a lot of them were hurt. So, your team stays healthy. You got stars. You could get a pass rush is one of the biggest things you have to have. You want to be a real Last good team? Last year, they had one receiver. Dante and Pettis. his name was George Kittle. <laughs> <laughs> George Kittle, yeah. And Dante Pettis. They didn't really have play. anything else. It's true. I mean, they, they were going out. They were Kendrick Bourne, Dante Pettis, and I don't even know who at this point. I forget, but it was it. It wasn't good. Marquise Goodwin once in a blue Goodwin, moon. yes, yes, that's right. Goodwin, the speedster. But um, no, you guys are right. I mean, listen, we'll we'll see what happens in free agency. Things could get shaken up. Miami did good towards the end of the season too. So, uh, you know, Devontae Parker coming along, but we do have the Super Bowl now, and I think this is the best Super Bowl we could have gotten. What do you guys think? I know Baltimore was uh would have been good too. Baltimore, San Francisco, but. The Chiefs were more ready now. You know, I don't know if Lamar and that crew was ready yet. Like, you have you a rookie wide receiver. What's that? They should have been there last year. Stop Brady on a couple of third downs. Stop, stay on side, and you're there last year. Yeah. Yeah, right. right? You, you, and they had the same problem yesterday. How many times did they jump off side yesterday? My God, can you wait till the wall snap, guys? <laughs> uh, <laughs> they did. They, did. <laughs> my, they were trying to kill themselves yesterday. They were in that first half, and they were giving everything to Tennessee. But I think uh, I have hungry. no problem with KC being there. You know, I, I really have no problem with San Fran being there. On a personal choice, I would have preferred New Orleans just because I would have liked to have seen Drew Brees mm-hmm. and the uh, and that uh, the offense there. But other than that, I I don't think against San Fran being there. I think it's going to be a good game. Mm-hmm. I probably do give the edge to San Fran right now because of that defense. Uh, let let's see what KC can do to adjust to that. Right now, that that front four, front seven is a <laughs> monster, and it's not oh. like the secondary is all that bad either. Right, but, uh, Sherman gets burnt early, once in a while. Sherman got early burnt. money seems to be yesterday. going to KC though. Early money, just a little bit, doesn't seem like so much because it. The opening line was KC minus one, yeah, uh, minus and, one and, and uh, as of today, it's down one and a half. One and a half. Right. Um, so early money's on KC at that number. We'll see what happens. Over under. I, I think it's going to move a lot in the next two weeks, both ways. Yeah, uh, I could see it going to a pick to swing. Yeah, it feels like it should be a pick'em. You right? know, like you said, it, you know, great offense against great defense. Except San Francisco, 
offense have been pretty damn good too. Yeah. I mean, throughout <laughs> so, the season, they were, you know, they're averaging 30 points a game. Uh, yep. That's up there. So it's going to be interesting. I yeah, Kansas City's got to play a great game. No doubt about it. And I, I'll be honest. I would have rather seen Seattle against Casey only because I would have loved to see Mahomes against Russell uh, Wilson. Russell Wilson. And see what those two could do against each other. That, that, that's points. the only reason I would have liked to have seen that. But but that's the thing about the NFL, right? You know, it's not just about the QB. Otherwise, Rodgers would have three Super Bowls and Breeze would have three Super Bowls and all the great quarterbacks would have three Super Bowls already. But they don't. Uh, I didn't realize that Rodgers has lost three straight uh, championship games now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess he not has. Real, not, obviously not in a row, but I didn't realize he had lost three straight now. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's uh, wild. I think Danny... Danny White's the person to lose three in a row. Thank you very much, Danny. <laughs> but, uh, That's crazy. Well, yeah, I'd, uh, I I'd find that strange. I I do find that a little of a, a weird statistic there for Aaron Rodgers. Not that listen, there's nothing he could do. He's, he doesn't have the team that these other guys have. But uh, I I didn't realize he had lost three in a row. Didn't realize that. I would have never guessed that. Right. I mean, it just showed because, like you know, listen, the defense was a lot better this year for the Packers, but they're young. Donnell Savage is a rookie. A lot of these guys are younger, inexperienced. They're not. They haven't been here before. The inexperience shows. It showed with Baltimore. It showed here. They just got ran all over. I think they were like just blown away by this O line. Uh, and you know they they weren't good against the run throughout the season anyway. So just didn't match up well. Um, and offensively, like you guys said, listen. So a lot of times these quarterback, great quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, you know. You can say Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, all those receivers that Peyton Manning had are great receivers, sure. But, you know, in the back of your mind, you know that Peyton Manning probably made these guys go up to the level that they were at because it's Peyton Manning. So you would think a, a receiver that's just a little talented, that's above average, can be a, a very good wide receiver with a great quarterback like Rodgers. Just goes to show how bad the secondary wide receivers were here in Green Bay. I mean, you have... Adams, who's great. Uh, Jimmy Graham was second in receiving yards in this game. Yeah, old old boy Jimmy Graham. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the rest of the receivers can't do anything. And that's the problem. The receivers have to be real big because if Rodgers can't lift you up a level, then you got problems. I mean, this guy puts balls on the dime. Uh, that throw. Yeah, but see, I, I think a lot of it, the problem now is on Rodgers in the fact that he just doesn't trust them. Yeah. So he doesn't go to them often because he doesn't trust them. I'm not saying that's on him too. I mean, more than likely the reason he doesn't trust them is because they continue to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not reading the defense right. They're not breaking in when they're supposed to be breaking out. You know, things like that that are hard for us to know without knowing the actual play call. But I just think he really he's gotten it into his head that it's very hard to trust these other guys. I mean, he's looking for Devontae Adams on almost every play. Yeah. And you can't have that. You need you need no, something you else. need somebody else. He yeah. needs somebody else he can trust. And you know, I, I don't think that's Allison or MVS at this point. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna have MBS. to get something new. MVS. Still haven't hasn't been found. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's missing. Right. FBI, CIA. Yeah, he didn't land. even get a target again, right? Yeah. DEA. Yeah, bad Bill news. No, it's bad when Mercedes Lewis is having a better game than you are. Yeah. <laughs> there you go right there. Fancy football friends, we'll be right back for one more segment today on Overreaction Monday. You heard, Goon Squad? 
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Welcome back. Fantasy football friends. Shout out to the pit. Love it. Little Nirvana on an overreaction Monday. Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy, the close of Chris Ventra, talking about the Super Bowl, but real quick, all this overshadowed one major thing that happened to uh, our New York football giants, Jim, Jason Garrett, <laughs> Jason Garrett, <laughs> what are we doing, Jim, what are we doing, Jim? Well, actually, you know, the more I think of it, does. You know, he he was supposed to be an offensive guru when he came in, and then Jerry Jones sat on his head, and all of that seemed to go away. I, I wonder if it, it actually comes back with no Jerry Jones on top. We'll have to see. At this point, we don't really have much of a freaking choice this, this now, is a do we? image I did not need, Jim, at all. <laughs> You're Jerry Jones to... on top of Jason Garrett. No. Oh, God. Please. <laughs> please. Horrifying. Oh. Oh. Well, would you like it better if I said he had his hand up his butt and was moving well, his head around? Yeah, that's, that's a what he graphic. had, though. That, that's true. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's the puppet master. You can see Jerry on top. So can Garrett do better without him? But wait, wait. I think Jim- You're not talking about the second part of the equation. Now, all of a sudden, there's rumors out there that Jason Witten is coming with him. Oh, no. Jason Witten may be coming to the Giants. What is so, he going to yeah, be? Right. Tight ends coach? Yeah, I, I don't know if he's going to be a coach or if he still wants to play. I I don't know at this point. I don't know where he could play. I mean, we have Evan Ingram. 
when it comes to Witten, there's no room on the ta- on the Dallas coaching staff for him to coach, and that does seem to be what he wants to do next. So uh, he uh, he might go with Garrett there to be a a coach slash player maybe. Like that wouldn't shock me there. Uh, you know, I joke about Garrett, but I actually agree with Jim. He actually might be a solid offensive coordinator, uh, really, without the responsibilities of being a head coach. That's really where he screwed up. You know, uh, he he couldn't handle it. He he, he was a very much by the book vanilla guy. Like he didn't want, he was afraid to make a mistake. I think he's learned from that a little bit. Mm-hmm. The last couple of years with Dallas, he did grow as a head coach. I don't think he was never good, but he wasn't by the book. Oh, fourth and one punt. No matter what it was, oh, the first six years is fourth and one punt. Didn't matter where you are, punt, 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 punt. <laughs> last couple of years, he had started to grow, and re, uh, you know he played a little bit more game theory where he would go for it. Now he doesn't have to worry about making those decisions. He's the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. He has Barkley, a, a great running back. I actually, uh, like I said, all kidding aside, I think I don't think Garrett will fall on his face as an OC. I think he'll be at least solid. He may even be better than solid. <laughs> I hope so. I really do. That would be fantastic without the puppet master telling him what to do. Maybe boop, boop, boop. He, his free will <laughs> will take him uh, to places we've never seen before. Maybe we'll be creative with the play call. Well, I once. wouldn't go that far. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's asking for too much. I want to see more screens. Like, I feel like the Giants are always bad at at, at throwing screen plays and stuff like that. Eli Dallas wasn't great didn't at run it. those either. Yeah. It, was, it was a rarity, which is <sighs> strange because growing up, Dallas was known for screens with Tony Dorsett. I understand that's thirty years ago. Oh God, mm-hmm. it's thirty years ago. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Dallas didn't run him with Ezekiel. That's one of the big uh, things with that Cowboy fans criticize that Elliott didn't catch the ball enough. So keep that in mind when you're hoping for that. That didn't seem to be a, uh, a priority, uh, really, to get the running back the ball in space. Mm-hmm. It was all about running it. But I would agree. I mean, uh, with Barkley, the ball should be in his hands as much as possible. Exactly. I mean, he's caught, you know, as a rookie and this past year, tons of passes. I think his rookie year caught, what, 80-something, pa- maybe 80 passes, 75, 80? Something like that. I'm something saying crazy. all these comments, and I didn't realize I had my mic muted. <laughs> Such a rookie move. What were you saying? I was going to ask George, uh, Greg asked it in the uh, in the chat room, if the Giants win the Super Bowl now with Jason Garrett as OC, does Jerry Jones burn down D- Dallas Stadium? <laughs> <laughs> that would, oh, man, if that were to happen, Jerry Jones would probably flip. I mean, but then, you know, Jerry Jones, he wouldn't because he'll never admit it's his fault. Right? He'll, he'll never no. admit it that, it that he's the problem. No chance. I mean, it's funny. Uh, you heard that comment he made. Uh, I forget exactly what he said about uh, – but when you uh, when you own the team, you don't fire that pro- really. You know, really, you don't fire yourself, <laughs> don't you? Doesn't it clue in on you? It's been 24 years since Dallas been in the Super Bowl. The only constant over that 24 years is you. <laughs> well, then <laughs> again, right? though, it's Chris been... wasn't even born the last time. They oh were yeah. Well, no, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, <laughs> I guess I was eight years old, uh, six years old, something like that. But I will say this. Chiefs. You didn't do your math homework over the weekend, I, yeah, did I'm you? Yeah, I'm a little shot down <laughs> from the weekend. Um, a lot of math. 50 years since the Chiefs have made the Super Bowl, George. Yeah. What's the explanation for them? You know, a lot of a lot of football teams, franchises, haven't made the Super Bowl ever or, uh, you know, in a really long time. So well, The Chiefs, for a long time, they, I forget what the, uh, the exact number was before Mahomes came along. But it was a crazy number where they hadn't started a quarterback they drafted in like 25 years. Think about that. Before Mahomes, this is the true stat. They yeah. kept going with, I think it was since Todd Blackledge, who came out in the 83 draft, along with Marino, Elway, and all those guys. 
You know, they, that was the last time they had started a quarterback that they drafted before Mahomes. Yeah. Think well, about that. That's prob- nuts. That's probably the reason, though, because they drafted Blackledge and then they realized they weren't really good at drafting quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, Trent Green was good. He wasn't drafted, but he they by them. He wasn't drafted. They yeah. had Montana, you know, when he was the end of his career. They've had quarterbacks. Yeah. Steve DeBerg was a, uh, a solid quarterback, but they just weren't, as Jim said, they weren't really good at dra- or they didn't prioritize it. Right. drafting a quarterback, really, until Andy Reid got there and they traded up for Mahomes. Right, right. And Andy Reid now, he's been here for a while now. So, the, you know, I feel like if he didn't make the playoffs or something like that, he'd be on the hot seat. But he, now that he made it this far, I think he's pretty safe uh, because he's been there for a while and he's got Mahomes. And let's face it, Mahomes is probably, I mean, he is, to me, the best quarterback in the NFL. I, I think right now he's the best. I know he got hurt this year. He didn't have the year he had from 2018 where he just absolutely went off his first year. But you could just tell, like, the mobility, even though he's not the fastest quarterback in the league, he gets it done. Like, that run where he had the touchdown, the stutter step, threw the linebacker off, that was great. Uh, The throw to Sammy Watkins, that bomb, he was rolling out to his right. He kind of threw that across body, kind of to his left. I mean, not a lot of quarterbacks can do these things. And he's definitely... The miss, that's the big mismatch right there is, is if you compare the Chiefs to the Niners, quarterback. And I'll admit it. You know, like, Pat Mahomes is just a much better all-around dynamic quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. But everywhere else is where I think the 49ers haven't beat, except for wide receiver. Because the Chiefs have three dynamic wide receivers that could absolutely burn down the field with Tyree Kill, Sammy Watkins, and Nicole Hardman, whereas... The 49ers don't really have any that could burn downfield. Debo is gritty, though. Debo will break tackles. You give him the end of rounds. He's, he's very good. And Emmanuel Sanders is a nice veteran option. But they have the high-flying air raid offense, the new age Casey offense. Has a, they have a track team at wide receivers. Yeah, they, they have, have a track team, right. And you got Mahomes at quarterback. You have this gunslinging team. This is the new age 2020 NFL offense versus the old school ground and pound Let's play defense type team. But That's it, why I love this. But what, one thing I got to throw in here, though, it, it wouldn't matter that they have the track team wide receivers if they didn't have a, a tight end like Kelsey who could oh, go over yes. the middle all the time and make use of those great right. speedy wide receivers. Mm-hmm. You know, so this offense is really built around the whole package. I mean, they literally have the whole package. Uh, if they get their gun, running game going, if Damian Williams is playing well and healthy, then they have all the package they need on offense. It really comes down to defense and whether or not they're going to be able to stuff San Francisco's run. And that, that's to me, is the issue. Yeah, that's the key. And it's interesting because against the Titans, who, you know, before this game, Derrick Henry was dominating on the ground versus good defenses. It doesn't matter. He was dominating. This game, 19 for 69 and a touchdown. 3.6 yards of carry. Big drop off from what he was doing. But we know the Chiefs, their weakness on defense is against the run, but they played pretty decently here. Is it because they, you know, they came back? I know they were down early, but they came back in this game, and in the second half, they took that lead and they ran away with it because, you know, it's Mahomes and that track team offense putting up points quick. Uh, Will they be able to stop San Francisco's run game the same way? Will they be able to contain it the same way? I just don't know. I know they did it here, but that's because I feel like they, they weren't too worried about the passing game of Tennessee Titans. We'll see I what happens. Prob- I think the problem yesterday was that Tennessee, uh, the uh, KC was able to stop Derrick Henry on first down. 
yeah. which put them in second nine. I think they panicked a little bit from there. And it also didn't help that all of a sudden the Tennessee defense couldn't stop Mahomes anymore. Right? They're putting up points over the office court. I got a little nervous. Well, I got to match touchdown to touchdown now. Second nine, I can't keep doing it. So they threw the ball more. Mm-hmm. They sort of got out of their game plan there. Yes. You know, I think uh, it's, it's always it's easy to say, well, you should have been more patient with the running game. Because before you know, now it's third and seven. You're in the same spot you are. Now you only have one down to get a first. But I think that was an issue there where I think sometimes the offensive coordinators get a little nervous about, my God, we uh, I guess I got to match touchdowns on Pat Mahomes. We, we're not stopping him all of a sudden. They're scoring touchdowns. Mm-hmm. What was the crazy stat yesterday? The, the last 18 drives, they've scored 12 touchdowns, Kansas City? Something <laughs> silly like that. I'm insane, <laughs> yeah. Right, it was nuts. And he's like, you know, I understand why you'd panic. I'd panic too. It's a mentality. Yeah, yeah. It is. It get it gets in your head that they're scoring touchdowns. You have to change your game plan a little bit. It's tough to be disciplined. It really, it's easy for us. It's easy for us to say it now. We should have run the ball more. Should have run the ball more because we might have done the same thing there. You just don't know. And listen, even if they did run the ball more, maybe the results are exactly the same. Like I said, now you get third and seven. You still can't get that first down. They're still getting the ball back. They're still scoring touchdowns. But I did think they got out of their game plan maybe a little earlier than they should have. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, maybe if they continued to run, and, and Jim has said this before a bunch of times on the show that, you know, Derrick Henry's the type of running back. He gets better later in the game. Uh, he gets going more later in the game. He wears you down on defense. And, you know, I get it. You're panicking. All of a sudden, you know, you were up 17 7 in the first quarter, Tennessee Titans. And all of a sudden, it's 21-17 uh, before the half. So, uh, getting a little worried here. Then it's 28-17 uh, in the third quarter. Now you're panicking. You know what I mean? When really, you don't really have to panic yet. It's the third quarter. You're only down, uh, you know, what, 11 points. So, it's not like, you know, you're getting blown out here. Only down a couple scores. So, that's where I think the mentality comes in. It's like, wow, this team's going to score fast and furious. They got Pat Mahomes, these track stars. Uh, we got to start throwing the ball. When you don't have to necessarily. Because the more you run, the more you kill clock, and you keep it away from Pat Mahomes. You got to stick to your game plan, especially if that's your, your bread and butter by a long shot. I mean, by a long shot, this is what wins them games, the Tennessee Titans, the run game. So I, I think San Francisco is going to do the same thing. I think they're just going to stick to the run no matter what. I don't think they're going to let the Chiefs break their mentality. Because the Chiefs, they have to score, they score fast. They're going to score fast and furiously. They're not going to really kill clock and just start pounding it with Damian Williams. I don't even think that's going to work. I mean, we've seen Aaron Jones now, Dalvin Cook, two better running backs than Damian Williams, and dare I say, much better, uh, you know, get stuffed by the San Francisco. So I don't think the Chiefs are going to be able to run. They're going to have to pass their way to uh, points. So I don't think they crack 30, the Chiefs. I don't think they, they, they crack 30 points in this game. I think the over is a little too high here. I think we're going to be looking at some somewhat of a, a, a mediocre score. Not a high-scoring game, maybe not a low-scoring game, but somewhere in the 20s for both of them. Uh, I think it's just a great matchup. I think they're both matched up pretty well. San Francisco will be able to run the ball well. I think the Chiefs will be able to throw. Because, listen, Sherman could get beat. Devontae Adams beat him on a bomb. Uh, you could beat Sherman. But if, this, if the 49ers are smart... They make sure they don't get beat over the top. Keep everything in front of you. This is what the New York Giants did in 1990 when they played the Buffalo Bills who could just absolutely sling it on you with Jim Kelly. This is how they won the game. Would they win 15-13, I think, that, that Super Bowl against the Bills? Okay? All, all 2019? Like a very field goal-oriented game because they kept everything in front of them. Bill Parcell said, we're keeping everything in front of us. Nothing gets behind us. This is what San Francisco needs to do, and they'll be just fine. You know, you can't let them get these quick scores, quick strikes, and get ahead too early. So, we'll see what happens. Any last words, gentlemen? 
No, it should be a good game. I'm looking forward to it. So we've got a lot of week to talk about it. Yes, sir. Yes, we do. All right, guys. See you next time. Fantasy Football Frenzy on a Tuesday. Uh, BFFs are up next. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm going to miss you. Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy. I didn't want it to end. Hey, I did see Star Wars, so it wasn't all lost. How was that? Uh, I think if you're someone of uh, like Jim or I who, who are around for the original, I mean, none's going to beat uh, the original three, New Hope, M- Empire, and Return. I agree. Uh, the, the first hour I thought was a little slow, you know, okay, but a little slow. The second hour I thought was very good. So overall, it was a good, solid movie, but still doesn't compare to the, uh, the original three, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. And just by the way, even though I'm, you know, I, w- I wasn't born really in that era, but what, growing up, I loved Star Wars, the original three. Uh, the original three is yeah, still my Captain favorite. Yeah, Captain Kirk was the best. Star Trek. Um, the thing is, uh, I know my stuff. Have, when, we, when we grew up, you know, we didn't have the special effects everybody has nowadays. So seeing those, you know, the laser guns, you know, that was, that was cool back then. It was really cool. I understand movies are probably better now and made better as far as the special effects. But nowadays, that's all you see. Right. You know, everything blows up. Everything's a car change. Back then, that yeah, was Yeah, forget new. about, listen, CGI special effects are overrated, dude. I'll tell you right now, the jaw, Jaws, the shark, that was fake, but it looked realistic. The mechanical paper mache looking monsters that they had in the, in the 60s and 70s look more realistic than the CGI because when you see a weird fish in the ocean on National Geographic, they look fake. It doesn't look real, but it doesn't look CGI. It looks like a paper mache monster. So that's, I think old 
special effects are actually even more, I guess it's maybe nostalgic too, but they look almost more realistic than CGI. Sometimes CGI just looks way too fake. And the problem with Star Wars is the original three, great movies because the special effects were great for its time, but also the story was good. And you also had some laughs. I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, Han Solo, who is played by Harrison Ford, is a great character who made you laugh. Okay, there is no funny parts in the new Star Wars. There's, it's very serious, uh, and I think that takes away from some of it. Yes, the special well, effects are great. The wars are great. Don't, whatever. Don't reveal too much because I still have yet. To oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, let me not reveal <laughs> too much. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. You, you guys did fine. Nobody revealed anything, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I look at movies differently than other people. I, you know, I, all I want is from a movie is an hour and a half to two hours, or maybe longer in some cases, of just something that just just takes away all the other crap that's in life. <laughs> it just really is simple. It's that simple for me. Yeah. Entertainment. I judge a movie by how many times I look at my watch. <laughs> if, I, if I'm looking at my watch a lot, I say, is this thing over you? Ugh. Then I know it's bad. Uh, but yeah. uh, I, would, I would never. You might want to put that watch away if you watch The Irishman. I yeah, saw that. Irishman. I, I didn't think that was bad. I kind of was, it was good. I, no, I, I thought it was pretty good too, but it was definitely a little too long. Yeah, it was too long. <laughs> was I, I, they could have taken some of that crap out of there. Open a limited time 11 month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrict Apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.